dear passengers, and welcome aboard the Self-Growth Train, a podcast that combines personal stories, opinions, and research in order to better guide you through your self-growth journey. My name is Frances Maria Rivera Pacheco, and I am your tour guide. First, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning back in for another episode of season number six. Today, we're going to be looking into an archived episode, but before we do... I want to give you a little update, okay? If you guys remember about, I want to say like a month or maybe two months ago, I talked about how instead of saying that it's going to be an episode every Tuesday, it was going to be on two random Tuesdays of the month. Okay, well, I'm going to change it again because I've been keeping it consistent, and I think I can handle it. So now, for sure, for sure, we're going to be releasing an episode every other Tuesday. What does that mean? That after today, next week, there won't be a new episode, but the week after, there will be one. So I fully, fully, fully would like you to be involved and, you know, come back and, like, tune in and listen to that new episode. But in the meantime, I'm just saying, there's a lot of episodes that you can listen to from seasons one through six, okay? So whenever you get a chance, I would definitely, definitely recommend you going back to all of those seasons and checking those episodes out. Listen, maybe you have not gone through any of the topics that I have been discussing over the last three years. I know, it's been three years. I can't believe it either. But yes, you might have not been dealing with any of that stuff, but you might know someone that has. And who knows, maybe when you listen to the episode, you might be able to say, hey, I listened to an episode that might help you. You know, it sounds weird, but it has happened before and I've had people reach out. Some of my passengers have reached out and they've been like telling me this. So that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start saying that in the podcast because at the end of the day, that is the purpose of this podcast. Like I want to make sure that people don't feel alone and I want to know what people want to talk about. Which reminds me, if you're not following me on social media, what are you waiting for? I have Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, obviously, and I also have email at the self growth train podcast at gmail.com. So you can definitely reach me at any of those and talk to me. Tell me what things you like about the podcast, what things you don't like about the podcast, and also what topics you want to be talked about because this is our podcast and I obviously want to hear from you. As I mentioned earlier, today we have an archived episode and it's featuring one of my really close friends, April Sunshine, where we talked about body dysmorphia. Well, without further ado, here's today's episode. Stay tuned. For me personally, body dysmorphia, um, it's something related to a negative body image um, that you have, which affects, I believe, most people personally and physically. So physically and mentally, it's an issue revolving around how a person feels about how they look or act or it's both internal and um, external. I have body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. I have reverse body dysmorphia. So for most of my life, I was underweight um, because I had kidney surgery and everything. So I was underweight. And, um, I was always told there were issues with my body, you know, I was too skinny, I was too bony, I didn't have boobs. And then Mm -hmm. very quickly I gained weight and I did not realize until about two years later. Um, and all of a sudden I was fat, I had a belly, I had, you know, Mm -hmm. everything else under the sun that I didn't have before. But in my brain, when I think of myself, I will revert back to I'm 98 pounds, I'm underweight. And then I take a picture it's like, no, 
I'm nearly 200 pounds and I have a double chin. So, and then that really beats me up um, mentally and physically. So, I'm working on it though. It's interesting because you're the first person that openly talks about it with me. I'm so used of hearing about the body dysmorphia when you look at yourself in the mirror and you see yourself as bigger. Mm -hmm. So, it's very interesting to see that there's also... Um, reverse yeah. body dysmorphia um, so that's, that's quite intriguing for me my body dysmorphia it's kind of weird yeah um, and I say that lightly because there probably is other people like well, me everybody out there. has it there's nothing weird about it yeah like we all have yeah. obviously we all have moments where we have a poor mm-hmm. body image or like mm-hmm. negative thoughts about our bodies but for me my body dysmorphia comes more when I take pictures. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So when I take a picture and I look at the person in that picture, I do not recognize her. Yep, I have the same thing. It drives me nuts. And it's not necessarily weight related. Mm -hmm. It's more of like feature related. Mm -hmm. Like I will look at my nose and I'm like, that's not how my nose looks. Mm -hmm. Or I will look at my teeth and I'm like, that's not how they look like. Or my lips. Or I know that the thing that like messes up with me the most is my eyes. So question then, have you, you've seen the photos I post to social media. Have you noticed a common trait between them? I roll my eyes. I do that because I have a lazy eye. Okay. I do that because I was taught by society and everyone around me that a lazy eye is wrong. It's an issue I have. And it comes out in photos. So I roll my eyes in the photos. And, yeah. What? So every, nearly every photo from middle school throughout maybe three years ago, I'm rolling my eyes in unless someone has specifically asked me not to. What? And even then I don't look at the camera because it makes my eye go in. I look off to the side. That is so intriguing. No. So So it's more than just weight. Yeah. 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 Wow. No, no, no. Like I just, I'm telling you, I'm learning a lot (laughs) from you and like it hasn't even been three minutes. I'm learning a lot (laughs) from you. (laughs) But no, like for me, it's like I will look um, at myself in the mirror, right? Mm -hmm. And I see a certain image. Like I know I'm not skinny. I know I'm not like super overweight. I know I am overweight. Yeah. Um, But if I put on a shirt and it shapes my body differently mm-hmm. from what I'm perceiving, it fucks with me yeah. for the rest of the day. And I distinctly remember last year, I want to say it was February or March, I went to Pennsylvania. And keep in mind that, yes, I'm aware of my body weight, but at the same time, I'm also very conscious of how my body feels. Yeah. So I'm usually pretty good at saying, like, okay, I've gained weight. Oh, yeah, you look like, completely confident. Every time I talk to you, I want your confidence. <laughs> I'm just saying. But it's not, like, it's not a real... Okay, yes, there is some confidence yeah. behind it. But it's... Like, like I'm confident a- in real life. Mm-hmm. So, again, we're going we're gonna to get off traffic <laughs> because right. I need to talk about this. I am very confident in real life situations. When it comes to social media, I am not confident at all. Like I overanalyze the shape of my, again, my eyes Mm -hmm. for some reason. A lot of times I will look at my eyes and I'm like, that's not what it looks like. Um, And, or I will look at my lips and like my smile. If I can look at my smile and know that that is not my happy smile, it messes with me because then I'm like, wait, 
what was I feeling that day? It looks posed. It, yes, it looks posed. And I'm like, wait, like, what's going on? A lot of times what I do in order to not get, quote-unquote, body dysmorphia or not to endorse those thoughts mm -hmm. is that I rely more on videos yeah. than in pictures because in a video, you're getting different angles. Mm -hmm. You're getting the micro... Um, uh, not micro emotions, what is it called? Micro expressions. Mm -hmm. And you're getting all of these things that I recognize when I look at myself in the mirror because when you look at yourself in the mirror, obviously you can scrunch up your nose, yeah. you can lean in, Everything. you can lean forward. But with a picture, you're like getting one mm -hmm. second, one moment. I don't know about you, my dear passengers, but I have struggled with body dysmorphia for years, okay? I'm 28 years old today. And I can tell you that the majority of my life, I have been dealing with body dysmorphia, as you guys just heard. And, you know, sometimes it gets easier. Sometimes it doesn't get easier. I think that right now, where I am in my life, I'm very focused on getting better, okay? And that means, like you guys know, I went to my psychologist program, um, psychology psychiatrist program for a while, and I graduated from it. So I'm very, very happy and excited about that. I am finally on meds, but meds don't cure you, okay? They just help you get stable enough for you to start making changes in your life that will help you become healthier, which is how, thanks to the meds, I was able to start like focusing more on like school, the podcast work, also focusing on my health. Like I've been working out a lot. Um, I've actually lost 25 pounds already. And, you know, we're just progressing. But like my focus is no longer on my body, meaning my physical body. My focus is on my body and everything that is inside of it, like the essence of my body, my soul, my spirituality, my thinking, like every single thing. Because if the reality is, when you're dealing with body dysmorphia, a lot of times you're able to help yourself get out of that like rabbit hole by arguing with yourself with facts, right? So for example, if I'm having if I'm looking in the mirror and I see myself as bigger than I actually am, I'll be like, Francis, Marie, Rivera Pacheco, let's take a second and like let's let's look at each other. Okay. Are, is this true, what you're seeing? Is it true? Or are you projecting an image that you are afraid of? Or are you projecting an image that used to be true, right? Um, and when you start questioning yourself and, you know, arguing with yourself with facts, it kind of helps you become better at, like, realizing, oh my gosh, like, wait, hold up. Like, what am I worrying about? Like, there's nothing going on here. Or it might actually help you see areas that you still need to work on because you're struggling a lot with. And the other thing, right, because this episode is about body dysmorphia, one of the other things that I have found out is you need to have grace with yourself, okay? You need to have grace with yourself. And with body dysmorphia, I think that a lot of times, at least for me, okay, whenever I see an image that I don't want to see, I start talking down to myself. Like, I'll say things like, you're such a piece of shit, um, which is not healthy at all. Um, you're pathetic. You're an idiot. You're ugly. You're la la. You're not worth it. All of this stuff. And it's like, sometimes we got to take a step back and think of how we would talk to our younger selves or if it makes it easier, right? If you have a son or a daughter or a sibling that you're very close to usually it works better when it's somebody younger. 
um, just think about how you would talk to them when they're going through something like this, you know, and use that voice for yourself because you deserve to have that grace. Why are we not allowed to talk to ourselves like with love and compassion and understanding? Why do we have to like hammer on ourselves? I don't know and I don't get it, but I know that I've been doing it for so many years and it's a learned behavior from like how I see other people talk about themselves. As a reminder, if you ever feel like you need to talk to someone and you don't know who to talk to, please, please, please reach out to me through social media. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I have Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and even my email, right? And here's the thing. A lot of times it's easier to talk to a stranger than it is to talk with a friend. I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk to friends. I'm just saying that in those moments when you feel like a burden or you feel like you don't want to reach out to someone because whatever you want to talk about feels like too much, just know that there's another outlet and I'm here for you. Okay. And I just don't want you to feel like you're alone because you really are not. As always, I cannot wait to hear from you and see you again. Well, until the next up, dear passengers. Safe travels. Bye.